0: Welcome to Dash Podcast with Carol Dixon. Can you believe it? We are within the last month of 2019. Isn't that amazing? And today I am so excited because we are starting Dash Classics Volume 2. So over the next few weeks, we are going into the Dash podcast vaults and pulling out the top five thought-provoking teachings from Dr. Carolee Dixon. So you guys get ready now, because today we are starting with deciding what's best, not just what's good. Well, bless the Lord.
1: I am so happy to be with you on today. You know, Dash is about making an impact with what we have, with what has been given to us of this life while we're right down here on this earth. So today I want to speak with you and talk with you from the perspective of deciding what's best, not just what's good. You know, a lot of times people want to say, well, hey, you either do what's right or you do what's wrong. But what about those of us that we decide what's right, but is it best? Because what's right is good. What's best is good. Which one? How do you choose? Because, do you know, your choosing decides your destiny. Well, I always, you know, my book, my manual for basing everything that I say on is the Word of God, the Bible. 1 Corinthians ten twenty three in the NIV version, it says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. You know, that's Paul, right? <laughs> you know, some things are not necessarily wrong. They're just not necessary. <laughs> do you know most choices you make in life are not really a matter between good and bad? They're more a matter of what's best. For you. The Bible talks about this in 1 Corinthians 10 and 23, where Paul wrote that I have a right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. Some things are morally neutral. To make a good decision, you need to go to a higher standard and ask, will I become a better person because of what I'm about to do? That's called the improvement test. You know, I can remember days long ago when my oldest son was younger. And there would be times in the day my husband worked and had owned a company. So he would be out and busy with that. And we were a young couple. And so it became feeding time for my son. And so while I fed him, I would turn the TV on. And it was about midday, uh, time for lunch. I turned the TV on. And you know what? I started watching a soap opera. As I was fixing the food for him and getting everything ready for him, okay? And evidently, you know, soap operas run into each other. And one leads right into the next one. Pretty soon, I was watching two shows. And then three. That's a long time when I just went in there to make lunch or see to my son being fed. And after a while, I began to realize that I wasn't doing this. To fix my son's lunch anymore. My whole world, my whole life had been geared toward the timing and watching these programs. And I was rearranging my schedule to make sure that I could see those shows. And I started thinking to myself, uh, I could be doing something else now. Maybe I get up and do a little ironing or I get up and I clean up the kitchen. And uh, But while I was doing that, I made sure I was near the TV. Then suddenly, I began to get connected to the lives of these fictional characters. I became so intimately interested in the lives of the people who didn't even exist. And one day it hit me like a ton of bricks. I am wasting my life. This does not make me a better woman or a mother or a wife. It has no redeeming value. I could be caring about people who do exist. And at that time, I'm here to tell you, I said, I'm not going to be interested in fictional people on TV anymore. And this is what Paul was saying. Oh, yes, that God wants to do greater things in your life. He wants you to begin. And there's some things you could do. That's not necessarily bad, but they're not the best for you. What are you investing your time in? Are you investing your time in the shallow lives of people who feel celebrity magazines. I know I'm stepping on some toes, but just say ouch because I went through this. I went through this and I want you to know it hit me. I'm wasting my life. And are you glued to ESPN from the moment you get home on Fridays until Monday morning? (laughs) Are these things evil? No. Are they bad? No. But the question is not, is there anything wrong with it? The question is, will it make me a better person? Will it make me more like Jesus? From that moment, I stopped watching them. I hadn't gotten in them too long, but it had been a year or so. Oh, yeah, time flies when you're having fun. (laughs) But no, no, no. I had to decide what was best. Do you know, in 2011, I had a time that I was at home for a season. And I was home. I made my bedroom an ICU unit. And in that timing, TV was on. Didn't turn it on that. But like I said, these programs just come on. A program came on. Same title that it was 35 years ago. Program came on. Same title that it was. And I'm here to tell you. Do you know what happened? No, I guess not 35, 45 years ago. You know what happened? I was able to look at that one program. Didn't look at it all the way through, just the opening of it. Do you know, over 40 years later, I was able to look at that program, know about the characters, know what was going on, because I knew them by name. All of that that was happening could catch up in just a few minutes. And all that I had missed in over 40 years, I turned that TV off so quickly. I said, no way. I made the decision. It wasn't bad. But it wasn't the best for me. I could utilize my time another way. Was not bad at all. And you know what? Out of that, so many things begin to birth forth. They just burst and birthed forth in my life of creative ideas, of things that could be done, of a one call that could be made every day to the people and reaching out to people all over and then out of that just just new ideas, just I mean just a whole new illumination came on the inside of me for a next level, a greater thing that was in store to be more like Jesus. So, what are some of the activities or habits that are not bad, but aren't God's best for you? What can you replace those things with that will help you grow as a Christ follower? Is your idea of what's best the same as what helps you become more like Jesus? Yes, I have to ask those questions. You know why? No one but you can answer them. No one but me could make the decision because it's not bad, but it's not the best for you. I'm going to be talking about this even more in the days to come and how you can begin to move into after taking the improvement test. That's what I want you to do this week. I want you to take the improvement test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is you ask yourself Mm -hmm. if you need to go to a higher standard. Will you become a better person because of what you're doing and what you're looking at and what you're listening to or what you are about to do? Will this make you a better person? Will this make you more like Jesus. That's called the improvement test. That's what I want you to do. Whatever you're doing, I want you to assess everything that you're doing spiritually, physically, uh, psychologically, mentally, relationally. I want you to assess everything that you're doing and say, it's nothing bad. There's nothing wrong with it. But is it the best that will make me the best. And you know what? God said, I know my plans for you. They are good and not evil. And they will bring you to an expected end. Your choices determine your destiny. What do you want in your destiny? And if you can be tough, if you can be tough because flesh wants, it'll crave for what it wants. But if you can be tough and not line up with the crowd, but you will begin to do that, that you can go into your destiny. I'm here to tell you you will find yourself deciding what's best and not just what's good. That's what I want for you. So this week, you take the improvement test. And I'll be right back next week talking with you more because we're going into the destiny that God has for us because we know that what he has for us is good and not evil. And it will bring us to the best end. That's what we want. Well, my prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want but that you never want as long as you live. I am Carol Dixon,
0: and this is DASH. Thank you for tuning in to DASH Podcast with Dr. Carol Dixon. We pray that you have been mightily blessed by this message on today. For more information on our resources and how you can partner and support DASH Podcast, log on to our website at caroldixon.net. We are a 501c3 organization, and with your donations and generous giving will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world. For we are working positively, productively, and prayerfully. Also, we want to hear from you. Let us know how Dash has made a difference in your life. Contact us through Facebook at Carol Dixon. Twitter at I am Carol Dixon or email us at I am Carol Dixon at gmail.com.